Hi, my name is Aquila Hicks, also known as Coach Q. I'm a believer, wife, and a mom of three, and a certified life and health coach who absolutely loves coaching women on living a more joyful life. I once was an overwhelmed mama and wife suffering from severe postpartum depression and anxiety, and it wasn't until I began chasing after wisdom that I learned how to truly enjoy life. Like Proverbs 317 states that wisdom will lead you to a life of joy and peace. Guess what? I'm continuing to chase after wisdom, and I'm bringing you right along with me, teaching you everything that I've learned and that I'm continuing to learn so that you too can have a life of joy, abundance, beauty, and balance. So get ready to be enlightened, empowered, and inspired. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, get cozy. This is the Ladies After Wisdom Podcast. Good morning and welcome to the Ladies After Wisdom Podcast. This is Aquila, also known as Coach Q. So you guys, we made it. We have made it through the Christmas season. We have made it through this busy season. We're done with the shopping, hallelujah. We are done with all that busyness, right? It's a beautiful season. It's a beautiful holiday. I absolutely love it. But oh my goodness, is there a lot to do. So hopefully you guys got some time to relax, to chill, to enjoy family. (laughs) And if not, I hope that you're able to get some time to kind of recoup and rejuvenate. But you guys, guess what? We're blessed because not only have God blessed us to see another day, but he's blessed us to see another year. And if you're listening to this, you have made it to 2023. So that's awesome. So that means that there is still purpose for you. There is still work to be done. And there's still a purpose and a passion and a reason for your life. So let's get into action. Let's get moving. So happy new year to each and every one of you. And so we're just going to like dive right into what this podcast is going to be about today. (laughs) So last week I spoke about those, those ways to be becoming a better you, right? So what most people are doing around this time, around this season is creating a new year's resolution. And I shared with on the last podcast that I don't necessarily do that, that I choose a word for the year and I focus and I hone in on that word and um, improve myself and do better. But what I also do is I definitely set goals. So we are going to talk about how to effectively set goals because many people, they set goals and they wonder why they're not completed, why they don't finish them, why they're not accomplished, so on and so forth. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you, walk you through how to create an effective goal that you can crush, that you can be excited about and that you can complete. All right. So Let's, let's give, you know, I love to do statistics. So let's dive into those statistics. 91% of the people who create a new year's resolution does not follow it through. And that's a pretty sad statistic, right? So it's only like 8% of the people who really follow through with those new year's resolutions. And so most new year's resolutions is to, you know, stop eating a certain way to stop doing certain things and start doing new things. And although resolutions sound great, a lot of them don't have a plan a specific way about them. So that's why we want to learn how to create these effective goals so that we can crush them so that we can be (laughs) in that percentage that gets things done and reaches our goals, right? But before getting into that secret sauce of how to create an effective goal, we're going to talk about a little bit of 2022. 
So what I want you to do is just kind of sit back and look, um, look a little bit over your last, over 2022. And I want you to take a glimpse over it, take a little audit over it. And did you set up any goals for yourself? Okay. And, and as we have this little approach and, and as I mention these questions to you, I want you to approach it with a compassion and, and curiosity rather than judgment being too hard on yourself. Okay. Because we change through, through curiosity and growth rather than just being so hard on ourselves. Okay. And, and I can be truly guilty to that, to being hard on myself. However, Self-compassion is like the number one way to go when trying to change, trying to transform and to do things new because we need that love and we need that that self-compassion. And so we have to learn how to give that to ourselves. We're so good at giving that to other people, but it's good that you give that to yourself so that you can make the transformation that you truly desire to make. Okay. So as we that was my little disclaimer so i want you to look back over 2022 and i want you to think about some goals that you had set up for yourself did you have any goals for yourself all right now did you accomplish those goals okay and why or why not okay Oftentimes, once again, we can get the blame in everybody else, the situations, the climate, <laughs> our jobs, you know, so many other things that happen. And sometimes, unfortunately, some some tragic and some difficult things do happen, which can throw us off of our goal setting and our, you know, ambitions that we have set up and set before us. How after, however, often of those times, we are the reason why we didn't accomplish what we wanted to accomplish. So just once again, not being too hard on yourself, but taking that audit and just being honest with you as to why you didn't complete the goal. Was it too hard? Does it seem too difficult? Was it not, you know, honed in enough? Was it not, um, did you not have a plan set up? You know, what held you back? And, and once again, we want to be honest. We don't want to blame other people or other circumstances. We want to look within ourselves to see what it was about us that we didn't execute that goal. Now, if you're on the flip side and you did have some goals and you did accomplish them, how do you feel? How do you feel? I know you got to feel good. Uh, do you feel like you maybe underestimated yourself? Do you feel like you overestimated? Did you feel like your goal wasn't good enough, that it could have been better enough? It's just a, these are good questions to ask yourself so we know how to approach the next year that, that comes up and how we want to, you know, push our goals and, and um, execute our goals. And not just even the year, but um, just goals that we set and really good goals are to be set every 12 weeks, every three months, you know, kind of break those things down and simplify it. But I'll get into more of that into this podcast. So now that we've taken that little audit and you've become a little curious as to why some things did or did not happen. And for those of you who did accomplish your, go your goals, I know you got to be feeling good. That, and, and even those of you who have may not have accomplished your goals, still give yourself a pat on the back for even attempting and trying. All right. So there's still some of you out there that did not even have any goals, goals for um, 2022 or even at any period. And that's okay too. But we're going to learn how to go ahead and set goals. What the important how there is an importance to setting goals you know because there's there's three good things that I've seen that setting goals can do for you and I believe that each of us should always have goals that we are trying to crush that we're trying to accomplish okay so let's dive into that the importance of setting goals so there's three things 
three reasons I feel that it's important to set goals. And for one reason it is because it gives you something to look forward to, okay? When you have a, a spirit of expect, expectation, a perception of expectation, a way about you expecting things and, and waiting for something to come, you have an excited energy within you. And when you're setting goals, accomplishing goals, you're looking forward to those goals. You're looking to the, looking forward to those goals manifesting. And so therefore you have something to look forward to. The second thing is setting goals helps you discipline you. Okay. You can't accomplish a goal no matter what it is without self-discipline. So you are teaching yourself to be disciplined. And step three, you are teaching you how to trust you. And this one right here is super important because every time you make a promise to yourself, every time that you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you are subconsciously teaching yourself not to trust yourself. Okay. However, every time that you say something to yourself or someone else about what you're going to do and you actually follow through with it, you are teaching yourself once again, how to trust yourself. And I don't know, I know it sounds really simple, but this is so key because so often we do this, right? We say that we're going to do something or someone says that they're going to do something and then they don't follow through with it. Guess what? You're teaching yourself how not to trust yourself, you know? And it's a, it's a, it's a powerful thing to be conscious of because then you'd be more careful about what you say. Okay. And then also, once again, what you're saying to others, if you tell someone that you're going to do something, do it so that you can trust yourself, learn to trust yourself, not to the point where you think that you know everything. Absolutely not. None of us, none of us, we all must remain humble and teachable. But when I say trust yourself, it's meaning being able to trust your decisions, being able to trust your gut, being able to make decisions and feel good about them. Okay. And actually being able to trust you to know that you'll keep your own word. You know, when you're given an assignment, you know that you'll get it done because you know that you can trust you. When you're setting something up for yourself or when you know something has to get done, you know that you'll get it done because you'll trust yourself. You know, that confidence will build up in you and for you. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that you can possibly look back over your life and see habits that you've had of maybe saying what you're going to do and how you didn't do it, how it just created more of you saying what you're going to do and then you're not going to do it. Okay. It's a, that's a good thing to kind of take an audit of uh, over over your life as well, to kind of review those moments where you said you were going to do something and you didn't do it and really realizing the power in that. So begin to change your words, be more careful (laughs) about what you say and then what you say, do what you say. All right. Okay. So let's move into it. So here is the three secret sauce, the three ingredients to creating an effective goal. All right. To set you up for success. And number one is your goal must be specific. All right. So I'm going to give you an example. When working with clients, sometimes they'll say, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight within this, you know, within this program time. And I always say, hey, I need you to be a little bit more specific for me. How much weight do you want to lose? Okay. Oftentimes we set a goal for ourselves. We say what we want, but we're not specific and exactly 
what it is that we want. So you got to be specific. You got to break it down to as specific as it is. So you say, I want to create a business. I want to be an entrepreneur. Okay, well, what type of business is it is that I want? Is it that I want to own? Who is it that I want to help? What problem is it that I want to solve? Honing it down and getting as specific as you possibly can is your key to being successful and reaching this goal. So once again, be specific. So you want to go back to school. So what do you want to go back to school for? You know, what is the degree that you want to get? Is it an associate's? Is it a certificate? Is it a bachelor's? Is it master's? Getting specific in it. And then also, how are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Are you going to lose this weight by a diet or, or eating a specific way? Are you going to look into working out? Are you going to look into fasting, stop eating at a certain time? That is being specific. And the more specific you are, the more you're able to see it. You get what I'm saying? So as you as you narrow it down to exactly what it is that you want, you're able to see it more clearly. All right. So the second thing is, is it must be realistic. It must be realistic. So when you create this goal, it has to be real to you. It has to be attainable by you. Oftentimes we'll hear somebody else's goal and we're like, okay, well, I want to do that too. No, not necessarily. You're, you have a specific design. You have a specific way of thinking, a specific way of believing. And so we want to stay on that path. We, we want to get a little ahead of that path, but we want to stay on that route. We don't want to, you don't want to make a goal where it is too far fetched as to what you believe. Am I not, am I saying not to have high goals? Absolutely not. If you believe that you can attain those high goals, then set them. But if you don't believe that you can attain them, then you got to start off little by little, little by little. So let me give you an example of, of what I mean. So you can say, okay, I'll give you an example of myself. If I was sitting here with someone else and we were talking about weight loss, for me, if I did a 12 week goal for myself, I would just say 10 pounds for myself because it's what I see myself realistically losing in the next 12 weeks or so. I'm looking at my schedule. I'm looking at my life. I'm looking at what I want to implement, how I'm going to go go about implementing it and how I want my body to be. And I'm not necessarily concerned about losing much weight, maybe toning up or, or uh, getting more muscles or whatnot, but not more than that. So that would be my goal. It would be realistic to me. It's what I can see for myself in my life. However, if there's someone that's next to me and they're probably like, you know, cute, your goal, that's no, I can do, I can do far more than that. I believe I can do 50 in the next 12 weeks. Well, that goal is attainable and it's realistic to them because they can see it. They can believe it. You know, they're structuring it out in their life and they see it attainable. See, here's the good thing. I can always set a goal and I'm using myself as an example. I can always set a goal of 10 pounds. Okay. And anything over that is a, is a win, right? But when we don't set realistic goals for ourselves, what we do is a month in, 
let's say someone sets a goal. Let's just say that someone sets a goal for 50 pounds, okay? Because it's a number that they just want to throw out there. They didn't even necessarily visualize it for themselves. They didn't make it really specific. They didn't, they just threw a number out there because it sounded like a good number. So it's not something that they're necessarily crushing towards. It's just a number that they threw out there, okay? So we have this person that has 50 pounds a month in after they see that they've only lost one and they get discouraged and the next thing you know they fall off it happens all the time you cannot set a goal up for yourself that you do not see as realistic it must be realistic to you and once again i'm not saying that you cannot set high goals you can absolutely and you should and you must okay because that's how you reach for the stars however you must believe in your goal Okay. And if you don't believe in it, you will not attain it. You will not attain it. Okay. So you got to believe that you can accomplish it. It must be attainable. And the last thing is it must be measurable. So all that means is how do you know, how do you measure that you're doing well? Okay. And the best way, honestly, to do do this is to set goals for every three months or so. So let's just say this year I'm desiring within this next year, doesn't have to be a new year or anything like that. Within the next year, I'm looking to lose. And I'm, I hate to use weight as always an example, but it's a, it's a good, um, <laughs> it's a good example to use. So let's say this year I want to lose 50 pounds. So how do I measure? How do I measure that I'm on the right track? Well, a good way to do it is every three months taking a view of how you're doing things, how things are going about, how your system, how your plan of how everything is going. And let's just say at month three, you're, you've already lost like 15 pounds. You're like, okay, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I can stay on this right path. I'm doing well. I can probably even add a couple of pound or two that I may be able to, to do well and get more off by the end of this year. However, if by month three, you're only at about five pounds or so, you're able to say, okay, I need to readjust things. This goal is still attainable. I still believe it happens. I still can see it. However, I just got to adjust some things a little bit. So it being measurable means how can you, how can you say that you're doing good or that you're on the right path or that you're doing well? You got to be able to measure it. OK, and this is anything if you say, well, in, in this year, within this next year or so, I'm going to open my business. So that means that by month three, um, by this date, by month three, I'm going to have my uh, my EIN number um, by month six. I'm going to have my insurance by month nine. I'm going to have my marketing strategy and I'm going to have a marketing coach. And then by month March 12, um, I'm sorry, by month 12, <laughs> I'm opening the doors. Do you get what I'm saying? So it must be measurable. So let's go over these three things one more time. So number one is it must be specific. You got to hone it down. You got to be as specific as you can. What it? What is it that you want? What is it that you are desiring? Okay, specifically. Number two, it must be attainable and it has to be realistic to you. You got to believe that you can accomplishment. If you don't believe it, if you don't believe you can do it, then guess what? You won't do it. Okay. And then it must be measurable. You got to have some checkpoints there of how you know you're doing good or how you know you're doing well. All right. And basically, to sum this all up, you got to have a plan. 
Okay, so it's good to have a goal. It's excellent. But most New Year's resolutions, and that's and that's why I say I don't I don't have New Year's resolutions. Most New Year's re- resolutions does not have a plan to go along with it. Okay, so that's why it's important to set up the right goals. And you don't need to wait every New Year's to set up a new goal. The best thing to do, honestly, and coming from someone who I like to break things down for myself and I like to make things as simple as possible because I'm such an analytical thinker and I'm such a complex thinker that I like to I like things to be simple. I know that sounds kind of like contradictory, but I like things to be simple for myself. So I've learned that the best way to do it for me is to set the the effective way is to set those goals 12 weeks, three months at a time. And even with my coaching program, I do the same thing, uh, 12 weeks. And most, most, most clients extend it beyond that. So it's 12 weeks and then 24 weeks, so three months and six months. So it's the best thing that you can do for yourself is breaking your year down into quarters and then coming back and looking over that and seeing if you accomplished it. Now, a good thing is, and on Amazon, there are planners that are within Amazon that are really, 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 really detailed. And you're able to write down your 90 day goals, your 30 day goals. It's really, it really is effective. And on a call with my coach uh, this past week, she actually shared with me how writing things down also increases like our dopamine levels, our dopamine receptors, like those hormones in your body that makes you feel good. So actually writing things down, checking things off, scratching things out, all of that hits your brain a little differently. And I didn't even know that. So that's something that my coach had shared with me and I'm sharing it with you. So, (laughs) so Remember to write those goals down, write it down, be specific, get yourself a planner, write a vision board. I'm sorry, create a vision board and make your goal, make it visible, visual to you. I was hanging with my sister-in-law this past um New Year's and she had a reminder like you know those 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 little, I guess, reminders on Facebook where it shows you like your year in advance or a post that you posted the year before. And on it was a vision board party that I had hosted or that I had in like 2019. And I actually had that same one in my, in my, um, in my garage. And I was uh, looking it over and realized that I had uh, accomplished most of those goals or accomplished all of them, I believe. So vision boards are really, really a useful tool. And if you can, if you can set some time aside to set up a little vision board party, that's a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun when you get others together where you guys can just, it's a great crafting, crafting event. um, And it's a lot of fun. So if you haven't done that, it's not too late to do that. You can definitely implement that and it'll help you see your goal even better. Also, another way to write it down, write it on the refrigerator, Uh, get your little board, a little like a dry erase board, you see it on your refrigerator every day as you're going in packing your lunch for work, you see this goal, you want to have some reminders of your goal to see it every single day. Once you finish that vision board, put it up in your room, put it up somewhere that you you're you're there every day so that you can see this goal. So those so that these goals and so the outcome becomes really real to you. Okay, that it comes super duper real to you. I'm so excited for you all accomplishing your goals. I'm so excited because I have my goals set for this year, too. And I actually have some planning (laughs) tomorrow morning to 
make sure that I'm really in depth uh, with my goals for these next 90 days and so on and so forth. I really enjoy uh, doing goals within three to five years. And what I'm what I'm learning and what I've definitely learned over this past year of how breaking it down even more takes away the overwhelm. And so that's what it's all about. <laughs> many times we have so many resources in front of you. And the last thing we want is just something else to do. And we don't want a goal to seem like just another thing on our list because it can get overwhelming. So it's not just another thing on your list, okay? This is you trying to live out your best life, being the best you so you can live that abundant life that Jesus came to give for you to have. And it all starts with you working on being the best you that you can possibly be, okay? So break it down for you. Take some time and really get specific with your goals. And when I say take some time, I'm talking about write it down in your agenda or put it in your Google calendar of you taking an hour out to really figure out what this goal, these goals are. So the word of God says that wisdom leads to a life of joy and peace. And that's in Proverbs. So we want to take in all the wisdom that we ha- that we can, all the knowledge that we can, so we, we can live joyful and peaceful lives. Okay. So what better joy is that than to accomplish those goals and to go after those goals? And I'm telling you, when you set a goal for yourself, no matter how small, no matter how big, when you accomplish it, the feeling of joy that you have to know that you kept your word to yourself, to know that you are powerful, you are strong enough, and that you can do it. And if there's any of you out there that have never really set any goals before, maybe this is just something you knew, because many of us, the very first podcast, I want to say either episode one or two, I share with you how 98% of people in the world, this is st- statistic, 98% of the people in the world don't know what they want. And so that means that most of us are just kind of just floating through life and just kind of taking what life gives us rather than going after it, headstrong and being intentional about life. So 98%, my God, that is a, that's a, that's a huge number. And so we want to be in that 2%. And to be honest, we want to make that, that number bigger. We want to make that, we want to make that too. We want that number to be bigger. Okay. We want to get more people to be intentional about living, intentional about living an intentional life. Okay. So we want, and the, and the best way to do that is start is start creating some goals for yourself. And once again, there is no goal that is too little and there is no goal that is too big. You just must believe that you can attain it. You must believe that you can have it. You got to believe it. All right. So those three steps, one more time, you guys be specific, be realistic and be measurable. Okay. This is awesome. I thank you so much for taking the time out with me today. I thank you so much for listening and tuning into the Ladies After Wisdom podcast. If this has been a blessing to you and this has helped you, I want you to go ahead and share it with someone else. Okay, definitely subscribe. And I thank you. If you guys will hold on, I'm going to go ahead and say a prayer for you. All right. Father God, we come to you today and we just say thank you so much. Once again, Lord, we thank you for these airways. We thank you for the opportunity to reach one another over the world, over the region. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, for your love, for 
your joy, for your peace, for your wisdom to be shared through the airways to others. I thank you for these listeners, Father. I ask that you continue to cover, protect, shield, and watch over each and every one of them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you penetrate their hearts and their minds, Father, and open up their hearts to what it is that you desire for their lives, oh God. Help them to make goals. Help them, Father, to make plans, Lord, as you see them through. Father, I pray that you open their minds, Father, and let them see, Lord, their goals being accomplished. Let them see this better you, this better them, and let them work towards it, Father. Lord God, I thank you, Father. I thank you for blessing your son to come. I thank you, Lord, that he came, that we would have life, and that we would have life more abundantly. Lord, we ask that you continue to guide us, lead us, shield us, watch over us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, you guys. All right, what a what a great way to start off 2023. Take that time this week. Take an hour out of your busy schedule. Write down those goals. Write down what you want. Write down what you want to accomplish and let's let's break it down, okay? Let's let's get this thing done. <laughs> let's get this thing done. And the very if you guys have not listened to this series of the five steps to get out of your own way to create the life that you desire and deserve, take the time to listen to that. To those five steps go back and listen to it when you all have time and make time for it to listen to it of how to get out of your own way if you feel like you're stuck in your goal setting if you feel like you're stuck you can get unstuck all right i shared those five steps with you that i do when working with my clients and i've shared them with you all you got to do is go back and listen you guys you can find me on social media ladies after wisdom podcast also aquila hicks on uh, facebook and instagram i thank you i love you i appreciate you Happy New Year.